The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Psalm chapter 111 this morning, if you're joining us in, your, in the Bible. Psalm 111 yesterday, uh, we just focused on verse number 1. And so we're going to pick up in verse number 2. Uh, Psalm 111 verse number 2, the Bible says, The works of the Lord are great, sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. His work is honorable and glorious, and His righteousness endureth forever. He hath made His wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He hath given meat unto them that fear him. He will ever be mindful of his covenant. So we, we talked yesterday about the idea that these verses are a prayer, a praise, they're a time of worship, kind of like a, a song being sung in church. And there's different aspects of, of truth and doctrine that are about God and about his goodness and about his works being placed into this song, a song that kind of would be sung in church. Uh, we said yesterday that the first part, it would be sung in church or in the temple, the tabernacle of those days, but then also would have been sung outside. It's something David said, I, I'm going to pray, say these things everywhere, the goodness of God. Then he starts in verse 2 and begins to talk about uh, the breakdown. What is in this praise? What is in the song that the, the psalmist is bragging on or praising on? So let's work through just four verses, and each of them give us a little bit of breakdown of what's in this. In verse to simply put the works of the Lord. He's talking about the great works of the Lord. The works of the Lord are great, sought out of all them that have pleasure in them. So the first part of that verse simply is his works are great. Now his works start with creation. His works start with him creating you, creating me. His works start with um, well, what we see around us, the beauty and the ends and all the things, the sovereignty, and frankly, how the world is kind of forming as we get closer to the time when Jesus will return. Anything we see, we look out, we can see his works. Now, a lot of times we take so far as to say all the good things and all the bad things come from God. Please remember we live in a fallen, broken world, and whether we understand it or not, God allows free will. God allows us uh, to be able to make our own choices. It doesn't make sense, and, and we, sometimes it'd be easier if he would make those choices. We don't always make the best choices. But his works, how he works and how he works in, with, in our lives, how he works through our mistakes, how he works when, we deal, when we're, we're trying to deal with sin, all of these things, these are great. Now, you may be looking at something in your life right now, and you say, you know, I want to praise that. And I believe that in my mind. I believe the theory, the theology behind that. But I struggle a little bit, the practicality, because right now things don't always seem great. Please understand that God is not always going to say that every problem we have is from Him, or every, every day we have is going to be good, and every problem will be immediately solved. It's not necessarily how this works. His works help us to go through these battles. He's not promised to eliminate the battles. He promised to be present with us through these different things in life and then teach us and develop us into what he wants us to be. Uh, so he says these works are they're sought out by all them that have pleasure there. And so when we, want, when we want to know God, we want to know his works, we're going to seek them out. We're going to seek what he's doing, which means we're going to be in the word of God to find out his character. What is he doing? And then when these things come in our life, instead of immediately reacting wrongly, which is our natural nature, but instead of reacting to the circumstances, we seek his word. We get in prayer and we say, Lord, what is it you're doing? What is it you're trying to teach me? We're seeking to know him. Lord, how can I respond in a circumstance uh, that doesn't make sense? A circumstance that's just harsh. And then in places like Thessalonians, we tell us rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks. We say, God, how can we do this? We do this 
because we have his grace and his power to help us to. He is the one that sustains us in these times. So we think that in the midst of all these things, he's still in control and he still loves us. And so we seek to know him in these times. Number three, verse number three. His work is honorable and glorious, and His righteousness endureth forever. It's not only good, it's honorable and glorious. Why is that important? Uh, it's not just good because He's God. We can look at it and say what He's doing is honorable. The ultimate end of what He's trying to accomplish is something we can say, thank you, Lord. We can say thank you for what you're doing. And let me be honest, if you've ever seen, if you've ever, you get to the end of a trial, you get to the end of something where God's doing it, you can see, you know what happened? We first hit us, Lord, what are you doing? It doesn't make sense. And you can begin to these time to see what God is doing. At the end, you can see the honorable. You can see God's grace and God's mercy and God's love in my life and the lives of our, in, in your family and, and the life in the circumstances. You can see God's hand all over it a lot of times. We don't really see all of it until we look back on it. You know, the old phrase, hindsight's twenty twenty. We can look back and see it. So what we want to do is just recognize that when he's working, it is honorable. It is great. It's glorious. And his, his righteousness, his, one of the characteristics of God, it endureth forever. Verse number four, he hath made his wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He's so good that we, we will be able to look back and have strength today because of what he's done before. Have strength today because of what he's done in the other lives. Have strength today because of all of these things that he's done. It can be remembered. He'll make them to be remembered. We remember them because they're in Scripture, what God did for those in the, in the Word. He, through church and through testimony, we're reminded of what God's done just in history. We can always find and be reminded of God's work and what he's doing, and he makes it easy to be remembered. And then he, he finishes, he is gracious and full of compassion. His work is not harsh, it's not cruel, it's full of compassion. His desire is to offer grace. But you know, I'm going to finish with this last, this verse number five, which to me is exciting because it talks about the personal nature of his works. He hath given meat unto them that fear him. He will ever be mindful of his covenant. He will always promise to take care of those, and he says that fear him. He's simply talking, number one, about those who put their faith in him, those who have called upon him for salvation. God has not promised to provide and bless for those who have yet to place their faith in him as their Savior. I don't mean who believe that he exists. I don't mean who claim they know God. I mean those who at some point have recognized they're a sinner, have asked God to forgive and repented of their sin, and have asked God to save them, have called upon him, placed their faith in him, and are believers and followers of Jesus. Those are the ones that fear him. He, he will take care of, he will help those that fear him. David said in another part of Psalms, he said, I was young and now I have old and I have never seen the righteous forsaken or seed begging bread. And there are some who claim Christ who cannot say that. Well, what is it? And so he says that one, you're saved and two, you are walking, you're in obedience to him. You know, he also says that a man that doesn't work shouldn't eat. There are some parts in scripture where I need to do my part. You know, I can't just sit down and do nothing and expect God to provide. So when I'm fearing and I'm obedient to him, God blesses that. And so we see his greatness, his goodness, but there's a part, we go back to the beginning, the worship we need to do. There's a part where I need to be involved. I need to be seeking. I need to be actively following. Here's a simple principle. You can't just sit and do nothing in our spiritual journey and think you get closer to God. You're either getting closer to God by actively walking in him or you're falling away from him. And let me encourage you, I don't mean earning salvation. I don't mean earning approval by God. That's, you already have, if you've been saved, God loves you as you are. God loves you as you are no matter what, saved or not saved, uh, but he wants you to be saved. So it's not about me trying to gain approval. This, this idea of growing in him is just about me trying to get to know him more and, and understanding what he wants and growing. And when I do that, the blessings that come, 
It's in church. It's reading the Bible. It's just me getting to know him more. It's, don't make it more complicated than it needs to be. It's not me trying to be approved or earning heaven or earning anything. It's just me growing in him. And you being here, learning and studying and listening to the teaching of the word of God. This is part of that truth of growing in him. I hope that you'll continue to do that. I hope you find encouragement in him and know that he's going to take care of you. It may not always look the way we want. It may not always mean that we're going to be wealthy, but we will always be taken care of if we keep, our, keep walking in him. And don't, turn, don't walk away and backslide, but stay in him. And we can see how God can so greatly bless if we just keep our eyes focused upon him. Thanks again for joining us uh, for this Friday edition. One quick reminder, we said at the beginning, our Sunday morning service will be just online. There'll be no evening service. Uh, there is no midweek service next week with the Thanksgiving holiday. And then, so we'll try to start back up a little bit normal. There'll be probably some changes coming back in November 28th. And our, our prime praise will be in the evening. And uh, we'll give you more details as we get closer to that. Uh, but I hope you have a great uh, remainder of this week, uh, this weekend. Hope you have a great time with family. Keep safe, keep healthy, and continue to pray for us as we pray for you, as we hope that uh, this little, these, these set of cases come, be in prayer for those in the hospital, those struggling with this. We don't want to hear of anybody having any one more COVID, but anything worse, uh, pray for those, you know, we're talking about their Linick and Mrs. Caceres are out of the hospital recovering. We know that Bonnie's there Get to continue to pray for her. I uh, hope to continue to be in prayer for those of our church and, and we'll continue to pray for you and trust that God will continue to work his plan and we will keep our eyes on him. Thanks for joining us again this morning. Pray to the time we have with you and look forward to seeing you again next week.